Live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Hey, everybody, welcome in. It is a Monday. We welcome you to Jimmy B and TC right here on the Big Talker 1700. we got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, Tom Cakert will join us, Hawkeye Report, at about 1225. Uh, Zubin Mahente from ESPN at 1. Uh, about 140, for all you bracket people out there, Dave Oman, Bracketville, will be our guest, and we'll try to pick his brain on everything. And at uh, 225, Ryan Van Bibber, NFL SB Nation. How you doing, pal? Oh, I can't complain. Yeah, How you doing, Jimmy I'm B? good, pal. Did you have fun doing the uh, high school tournament, the yeah, girls? Yeah, really good. And, yeah. you know, going into, uh, going into the girls' state tournament last week, and we got boys' state this week, I was... A bit surprised reading through things. Valley, biggest school in the state. Yes. A lot of success lately in girls' basketball. They had never won a championship before. A little bit surprised hearing that. You uh-huh. figure, I mean, throughout time, and you look at just the history of, right. of that program, we talk about football first and foremost, obviously, and what Gary Swenson's done here over the last couple of decades. But just overall with that athletic department, what they've been throughout the years, a little bit surprised by that one. Their first ever championship, though, on Saturday night, as uh, they win it, their senior Hannah Fuller had a nice game, and uh, Zoe Young's a sophomore. Mm-hmm. I was talking with Coach Segrist. So not only are the locals on her, she's got Iowa State, you and I, Drake, of course. Right. But also that came on the Wednesday game, the quarterfinal, as they beat Dowling in the quarters. Maryland, program that's won a national championship. Wow. Ohio State. Wow. Joe's from Ohio. He's an Ohio State fan. I told him, don't you be steering her to the Buckeyes. Don't you be, he just, he just laughs at me. He goes, hey, I'll, I'll stay out of it. Yeah. But they were there. I mean, there were some big-time big programs. Big-time schools checking people out. And she's huh? just a sophomore. Okay. Just a sophomore. She was outstanding. Uh, Cedar Falls had cut it back to a seven-point game in the fourth quarter, about yeah. three minutes left. She had a step back three. Just, you know, I thought, all right, they're going to pull it back, wait for Cedar Falls to follow. Now, she just chucks up a three from 22 feet, knocked it in. I got this. And they went on to win it. So, uh, a real fun scene. I knew a lot of those kids when they were uh, at the freshman school when I was teaching over there. So, Mm -hmm. it was cool to see them get it done Uh, this week, of course, with Boys State. Right. It'll be Wednesday night, 8 15 tip off, Des Moines North against West Des Moines Valley. Our two CIML schools. We'll see each other in the quarters. That's shameful. Well, the way that they do it now. I know. I, is, I know. They, you, you told me. You, you explained it on the show that they want to get somebody from every corner of well, the Well, and, and that really doesn't have to do with this. That's kind of a different yeah. one. They just seed it, and the yep. coaches have a part of it. Valley, the defending champions, they get the two seed, and North is a seven seed. Yeah. So that's, that's the way, the way it goes. That, that way that it goes. And, well, we are guaranteed at least a CIML team in the semifinals. Perfect. That's the good news. Okay. That's the good news, but only one will uh, be there. Looking forward to that game. Those two teams played back in January, and uh, it was really the game, I think, that started to catapult north in the second half of the year. Gotcha. They were 6-5. and five, yeah, and I saw them look really good against Johnston, or really bad against Johnston. I and remember you said that. saw them a couple weeks later. They were playing great basketball. They were pretty inconsistent in the first half of the year. They won that game, though, against Valley, and to me, and I think it really got them to realize just how good they were how good they can be, and uh-huh. from them, they've won 12 in a row now going right. into that one. Yeah, so the they're rematch, steamrolling right now. That'll yeah. be fun. 8-15 again on uh, Wednesday night. We'll have the call for you in that one. North the Polar Bears, their first trip in 25 years. That's the state amazing, tournament. isn't it? I mean, think about that. Yeah. First trip to the state 
in 25 years. Pearl Beecham over there running things for the polar bears, wow. and they're back. And uh, Chad Ryan just, just done such a nice job. Yeah. We know, you know, some of the uh, the issues in that community and some I of the, the bad things that have happened throughout the years. And you just look at the programs and how much just across sports they've struggled in so many aspects. But it's great to see this. Yeah, and it's not just you know him in basketball. What he right. does for these kids yes. has been so important. Yeah, talked with uh, Coach Ryan. Had him on the show last week, and you're away. Right, always good catching up with him. And you know, I, I brought it up to him. And I said, well, what does it mean for you individually? And he just, he couldn't even, it's about the he kids. He couldn't put it into words, yeah. could he? Yeah. You know, we talked about the kids and everything. Right. I said, what about you? Yeah. It's still about the kids. Nah, with him. And, it, and it is. You, you look at the stories of what he does and the time that he invests into the program and getting those kids, you know, and, and building them. And then you look at the collegiate players that have gone on, you know, since Chad has taken over. It, it is a great story. It'll be a fun one Wednesday night. Sounds like a plan to me. That's going to be good. Uh, also, we had a little college basketball. Oh, that was going on? A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, my big south bracket was absolutely wrecked by uh, Campbell, the Camels. The, the Did Campbell. you see the kid put put up 51? I he had it on did. here in the studio have, that day. Oh, you were watching When you were away, yeah. Put up 51. 51, and I just kept looking. I'm like, God, that little guy just scored again. Yeah. Finally, I brought up the box score because I'm talking and sure. hosting and and uh, looked, and at the time he had like 43. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he has scored every time. The Camels. The Camels, they beat the 60 to Radford to get to the championship game. I love those small. And we're going to get, what, three more tonight? Yes. Championships, West yeah. Coast semifinals yep, tonight. tonight. This that, is... we, that we do get a chance to see Gonzaga, yep. St. Mary's, BYU. We yep. get to see those schools. And Santa Clara, the four Yes, seed, they are. Who the Zags will have. I love these conference tournaments, but... You know, one disappointing thing is you get, you know, Belmont got knocked off early. Right away. And maybe even a, a bigger one was Monmouth. Monmouth, yeah. Last year, Monmouth was who Dickie V and everybody else was yeah. crying for, not getting selected in the tournaments. They were upset. And, you know, the other component here is out at the Metro. They've tried to move it around, have it at different places, but the only place they can get attendance is when they put it in Albany, home of Siena. Siena, yeah. Siena. Basically plays a home game yeah. and beats Monmouth. Yeah. Monmouth to beat him by 20 there just a couple Sienna weeks ago. Siena draws. I mean, if they're, they if, do. If they're decent, yep. they draw. They do. I've, I've done some Siena games there mm-hmm. in Albany at that Coliseum. Yep. It's a nice Coliseum. The Pepsi to go Center? To. Pepsi Center, yeah. 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 And uh, they'll be playing for a championship tonight yeah. to uh, get to the NCAA tournament. Brad McCaffrey's old team, yeah. Siena. But uh, Monmouth certainly uh, disappointing to see that. What can you do, though, Jimmy B? You know, we see some conferences that'll put – their top two seeds into the semifinals. Yep. I, I like that because the, these guys have gone through a they couple a months. Whole season. Right. And then and, it comes down and then to. Bang, you get beat in the first round. And it's over. It's done. Look at Belmont. Yeah. I mean, you done. know. They're done. Yeah. Coach Bird is an unbelievable coach. Uh-huh. You look at just his accolades and the number of wins that he's piled up there year after year. He's done a good job, but they're not going to the NCAA tournament. No, they aren't. Didn't matter what happened the regular season for them. Doesn't matter there. Illinois State, different because you had two teams with them in Wichita. Right. They're going to have a long week of waiting now. It is going to be a long week for for them, yes. Uh, You know, I... What else are, can are be you done on the though? fence about Illinois State, or do you think they, in your mind, they should get in? Oh, they should get in, absolutely. Yeah. I don't think they will get in, though, is the difference. I mm-hmm. think there will be teams that will play Was and jump Was it Missouri above State, like, many years ago, yep. that won, like, 28 games and didn't get in? Yeah, they had an RPI of 21, the best yeah. RPI ever yeah. left out of the NCAA tournament. But that was also a year that the NBC had a couple of teams. Yes. And you look deeper at their numbers, they had a good RPI, but 
there wasn't anything that really wowed you on their resume, mm-hmm. and that was a reason for it. And very well, similar, nothing that wows anybody on Illinois State's resume ex- very, as well. Very similar. Yeah, they, they beat Wichita earlier in conference they play. They did. Got blitzed by them both in the championship game yesterday, yep. and then uh, in the regular season in the second game down at Wichita got blown out. And the other thing, you know, is Wichita has been dominating, running through, and winning all their games by double digits. They have. Illinois State had a lot of close calls. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a lot of tight. They won all their games. Yes. But a lot of tight calls in there. It's just, it doesn't have that aesthetic factor that Wichita had. Right. And I think they're going so to it, be it, left out. It would have been better then for the Valley to have Illinois State yes. upset Wichita State because Wichita State was going. I believe so. I yeah. do too. They got in last year. They had to go to go out to uh, Dayton and play in the opening round there. But uh, I think Wichita at the very least would have found their way in, be it Dayton or somewhere else, actually in the uh, 64 part of the bracket. Mm-hmm. I think they would have got there. For Wichita, it is a, for Illinois State, it's going to be a long, long week for them. Yeah, it will. So what do you do? I mean, if you're a conference... You can't have it set up where, hey, the winner gets the NIT bid and just give it to the regular seat. The conference tournament, nobody's going to show up for that. No. You know, if you're looking tonight and you're getting excited for one of these mid-major championship games or yeah. low-major, you're not watching if it's for an NIT bid. No. You're not. It's called the not-interested tournament. Right. It just it doesn't have the it, same cachet. No, it does not. And though it would be a big deal for, say, out in the metro, Siena and Iona, mm-hmm. you know, if you win that, didn't have a great season either of them. They didn't. They finished third and fourth in their league, but... Probably not the year that either of them expected to have. Give the NIT, yeah, you're happy, you're celebrating, you get to play more basketball, but playing for an NCAA tournament bid is different. Do you do what other conferences, like I said, put, them, put the top seeds in the semifinals? Mm-hmm. Do you just let the top seed get a bye all the way to the championship? No, that's another way you can do that's, it. That's something, but I don't think you can do that. I, to be honest with you, I don't think a coach or players of that championship team only wants to play one game and have to sit that long. Yeah, because you got other teams that have played two, two three games and to they're, get there. And they're, and they're in the groove. They're comfortable yes. in those surroundings. Yep. And, and you walk out on the court. Do, look, doing the shoot-around is one thing. Yeah. In a packed house, in a wild environment, mm-hmm. totally different. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so I, I, I don't think, I don't think, I don't think that's go, a good idea. I think probably the best-case scenario is to the semifinals. semifinals. Ohio Valley does that. Yep. Hey, upsets happen. Yeah. You know, the WCC did this for a few years. That, that's where true. Where the top two seeds got uh, buys into it. Yeah. They've gone back to the normal bracket now, but we got that. But certainly uh, locally, we got plenty to get into. Iowa, it'll be Indiana. Mm-hmm. A lot of scenarios that were throughout the weekend. Blitz in Penn State yesterday. Boy, they look good. You know, they are riding that, uh, that roller coaster, and right now the roller coaster is uh, headed right to the top. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this, that this team, you know, what did they lose three, four in a row? And then now they've come back and won One four, three, four in a row. Lost three, now they've won four. Won four, yeah. yeah. That's, look, if they get beat by Indiana, okay, still was a pretty good season. Absolutely. Considering everything, pretty good season. We came into this year yep. expecting them to be an NIT an, team. An IT team. Yeah. yeah. Probably a little 500, you know, we, we dig deeper into it. But after they lost to Omaha, mm-hmm. after the end of January, right. it was a stretch to see this team be an NCAA tournament team. And now it's in front of them. It's a difficult path. Two teams it, it that you is. just beat and had trouble with. Yeah, you know The Indiana game, they were down 17-4. They got Peter Jack hitting 22 of 23 free throws. That was amazing. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think that'll be the case. That's not going to happen on Thursday Neutral evening. court. Yep. And then if you win that, then it's Wisconsin. Yeah. A team that you just came back and stole a game from. 
up there, and you know they're going to be And Wisconsin ready. just hammered Minnesota they in did. the second half, so maybe they've kind of got their swagger back a little Perhaps, bit, Perhaps, yeah. Do you, it, it's my belief that if Iowa has a sniff at the NCAA, that they would have to win two games in the yeah. Big Ten. Are I, you, I agree are with you that. good with that? I believe okay. two they're in. Yeah. I think if they do do this, yes. beat Indiana and Wisconsin back-to-back yeah. and lose in the semis to, say, a Maryland, whatever right. it may be. Yeah. I think they're, I mean, if they get blown out by 40, maybe we'd have a different conversation. But sure. for the argument's sake, yes. win two, they're in. Win one, I don't think so. Get no. beat by Indiana. Yeah. No, you're going to the NIT. Yes, you are. Now, the good news is that they played themselves at the very least into an NIT bid mm-hmm. because that was even a question a it couple was. weeks ago. That's correct. And now they have at least played themselves in, in that fashion. I think even with the loss to Indiana, they'll be in good shape to get a bid and get into the NIT. And more basketball for this young team is always a good thing. But they still got a lot playing. You know, Mark Turgeon today during the teleconference yeah. said I was the best basketball yeah. team playing right now in the Big Ten. <laughs> That's what he said. And they're looking they're that looking way. They're looking like that. Yeah, yeah, they are. And, oh, by the way, you owe me an apology. Oh, no. Yeah. What did I do now? Because when Nick Bear came on campus, yeah. and I think you said something to the effect, I don't, re- I don't remember, to be perfectly honest with you, but what the exact words were. But I think it was something like, well, he's a nice little piece, and he'll get a few minutes here and there. And I've told you, I think the kid can play. And (laughs) when he goes 20 and 10 yesterday. This is a little revisionist history. You didn't even know who Nicholas Bear was. I know, but I watched his game. And when I saw it, here's the way I look at stuff. I look to see if the kid can play. And I make the determination whether if he's 5'10", 6'10", 21, or 18, I try to make the determination, can the kid play? And if I believe he can play, then I'm going to say it on the show. I think the kid is going to be a player. Yeah, well, and he that's, has. That's revisionist he history, though, Jimmy B. He has you were been. talking when this guy was walking out that he was yeah. going to turn into I an all Big Ten player. I, you never said I, that. I didn't say he was going to be all Big Ten. I said, it looks like to me he can be a player. Yeah, and I agree. I thought it was going to be by his junior or senior season. That's what I believed it was going to be, but... It happened a lot faster. I saw him down at the state tournament. He yeah. dominated Alan Lazard in the first round. I remember you said that. He uh, played very well against Iowa City West. They were knocked off his senior year in the semifinals, and I said, he was a six foot seven center. Yeah. He shot 1-3 yeah. his senior year. Yeah. Now he's turned into a guy that's shooting... <laughs> he's shooting 60% over his last four games and from he, downtown. And he, and, and he can score now from almost anywhere on the floor. Nobody. Yeah. saw this coming. Nobody saw this coming. Uh, so stop trying to say that you saw I, this I, I saw it coming. Yeah, you didn't even Who's know who he was. Who's on the freaking phone? I saw it coming. We got Jeff on the line. He joins us here. What's up, Jeff? Oh, it's a, it's a beautiful day to be on with the greatest announcers in Iowa. But Hi, well, I wanted, Let's go ahead. I want to talk about girls basketball. I, I, I watched a few minutes of the uh, North Scott versus Marion championship game. And it was horrid, and it reminded me uh, the equivalency of watching the Iowa men's basketball team in quality-wise. But then we went to the 5A game and watched Valley dominate, and, and I was unbelievably impressed with uh, Zoe Young and uh, you know Hannah Fuller. Mm-hmm. But Alex Honnold, my goodness, a freshman, 
that girl was playing against with my son in fourth grade baseball, and that girl can make moves like a guy, and she will have an opportunity to play at absolutely any college uh, in this country in multiple sports. So it was quite exciting to see excellent girls basketball. It was it was really cool. You guys have a great day. Thank, Thank you, man. Always good yeah. to hear from you. Yeah, the huddled girl. She's not real big. She's kind of like the center. Valley in general just isn't real big. Right. 5'9", maybe. Yeah. But she just understands angles. You wondered. She starts for Valley, mm-hmm. comes out there, quarterfinals. They get Dowling. First time playing on the big court. And she comes out and scores eight in the first quarter. <laughs> yeah. And it's just she's undersized in there. She's always playing against bigger players, but she's really good. And she's an excellent softball player. Jeff talked about that. Yep. She's going to be a big-time D1 player in the softball field, I have a feeling. Here's the best compliment. A girl, girl's high school basketball can get plays like a guy. Because mm-hmm. if you're if you can play like a guy, you're going to be a star. Yeah, and it, because it's it's and people say I always it always cracked me up when people say, well, on the pro tennis tour, hell, they should have Serena Williams play. Gets thinking, no, it's not. It's apples and oranges. It is, yeah, it just it, it it's just not fair. Mm-hmm. So the best compliment you can get. Is when plays like a guy, mm-hmm. and if that's if that's the case, then this player is going to be terrific. Yeah, going to be team. a terrific player and a good story. Well, Jimmy B, we got to take a break here. We still got Iowa State to get into. We do a look back at the MVC tournament. Zero and one for both Drake and for See, you. You and wouldn't want to be you. And a job opening to our neighbors to the south. Ah, they got some big names on they, their list. They do. They'll strike out on them, and then where do they go? We'll talk about that. Maybe a guy in Cedar Falls uh-huh. gets a phone call. That all to come here coming up next, though. We got Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. Jim and I believe two gets Iowa into the NCAA yes, tournament. Two wins in the Big Ten. We'll yeah. get Tom's thoughts on that. A lot to get into. Iowa playing some good basketball. Tom Caker, Hawker Report. He's up next here. It's Jimmy B and TC. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. At Lowe's, we know that pros need to be ready. Ready to sand, ready to tape, ready to prime and paint. And during the Ready to Refresh event, Lowe's has everything a pro needs for less. Right now, pro customers can save up to 15% on 3M Safe Release painter's tape, masking film, and sanding sponges. Plus, save up to 15% on gallons and buckets of Olympic Assure Interior Paint Plus Primer. See the Pro Desk in-store for details and get ready to refresh and save at Lowe's. 3M offer applies to contractor pack items U.S. only. Grammy-nominated Joe Bonamassa, hailed as one of the world's greatest guitar players. Blues rock titan Joe Bonamassa, live in concert on Thursday, March 9th at the Des Moines Civic Center. 
tickets on sale now at the venue box office and at Des Moines Performing Arts.org. Joe Bonamassa. Don't miss your chance to experience the guitar event of the year. Hi, this is Craig Hodson, Vice President, Market Manager of Cumulus Media Des Moines. Cumulus is a proud supporter of the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce. The chamber promotes economic development to strengthen the business climate and enhance the quality of life in Ankeny. Please join me in welcoming and supporting these new members. Ankeny Family Vision Center, Aspen Athletic Club, Athletico Physical Therapy, Best Buddies, Chamber Explorations, CMC Solutions, Coldwell Banker Mid-American Group, Jacqueline Duke and Jamie Luton, Excellence Achieved, Farmers Insurance Agency Larry Johnson, Gateway Mortgage Group, Hewitt Wellness and Massage, Iowa Realty Irene Smith, Mobility Sales and Service, Pingora Outdoors, Priority Capital Group, Rustic Salon, Service Master Restoration by Bailey, Shelter Insurance Rick Fee, Spavia Coming Soon, Takakawa Law Firm. The Ankeny Chamber of Commerce and Cumulus Media wish to thank these new members. Learn more about the Ankeny Chamber of Commerce online at ankeny.org. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select all-included package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. Order! And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Pro-rated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment not returned on their fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offerings 121.17. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody. Welcome back. We roll all the way till 3 o'clock. It's always good when we have a chance to catch up with Tom Cakert, Hawkeye Report. He joins us on the Draft House 50 Hotline Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Tommy, hello. Hey, Jim. Trent, 
Are you sure it's good that I'm that it's good that you're visiting with me? Well, we've been told that we have to say nice things on the show. I got an <laughs> I got an angry text from your mom, and she said I had I can't say disparaging remarks about you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so, at any rate, how would you set the tone for yesterday's Hawk win and the way that Peter Jock then went out at the end of his career for the regular season? You know, it, it's an impressive win for Iowa, especially the way they kind of weathered things in the first half with Pete picking up two quick fouls on what you thought was going to be a huge day for him and built up a, a, a comfortable lead at halftime. I wouldn't say it was a dominating lead, but then that second half, that first you know 10 minutes or so, was just really good basketball and pushing that lead up uh, quite a bit. And Pete came in and got going and, and uh, started hitting shots. And frankly, he looked as good moving around as I've seen him since the Purdue game where he had the 28 point, 29 point, uh, eight assists, eight rebounds or whatever it was. Um, since that game, uh, he just looked more fluid, uh, more comfortable out there, and and then uh, Bear just keeps doing what he does, and uh, it's just incredible what that kid's doing. Um, you know, I it was funny last night I was taping a TV sh- uh, spot over at one of the local stations here, and uh, one of his high school teammates plays for uh, uh, Augustana College, who's in the I think round of sixteen in the Division three playoffs, and and a uh, kid went to Bettendorf with him, Dylan Sortillo. And I said, Dylan, how many threes did Bear make when he was at Bettendorf? And he goes, zero. <laughs> he goes, I think he took took one the whole year, and I think that was in the um, game against Iowa City West. He was 0-1. In the past three games, he's hit 13 of 19 from three. Mm-hmm. This is incredible. Uh, the kid, you know, there's the player development. Play. He, uh, he can play. There, that, look, there's, there's guys who look don't look like they can play. And they can play. He's one of those guys. Yeah, and he, and he's, he can play. He's a completely different guy. I mean, you mentioned the three point shooting. I remember him at the state tournament. He was strictly a six foot seven center. That's yeah. what he was. And when he announced that he was going to walk on at Iowa, Tom, I said, "Oh, that's nice. I, I think there's enough skill set if he can bulk up, maybe grow another inch. Maybe he can give him eight ten minutes by the time he's a junior senior, something like that." He's completely changed the kind of player that he is, though. He's given big minutes, and I mean, you're talking about a guy that if he keeps developing, what what more upside is there in your mind for Nicholas Bear? Well, I think he gets a little stronger if he can uh, develops his um, you know off the dribble game a little mm-hmm. bit more, where he can finish around the rim. Um, I, I think those areas he can develop. I, I think today when they announced the the All Big Ten teams, don't you think he's Sixth Man of the Year? He has to be, doesn't he? You would think I, so. I'm, I'm not sure who else you would put in that category, to be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think he has to be. And he just, you know, he's the, the classic case of a don't judge the book by the cover. You got it. You know, he, yep. He just, he's just uh, Tom, he needs one of the about, most. He needs about uh, 15 to 20 pounds upper body strength. Yeah. But is that going to take away from what he I does? I don't think so. Just, I don't think so. I I I yeah. think that he's just he's he's a wiry guy and and I just think that if he can uh, beef up a little more with some upper body strength through the shoulders and arms, uh, I think everything else will just take care of itself. If he keeps shooting like this, though, yeah. he's fine. Just <laughs> stay the same size. I mean, and you, it, shoot 60%. you know, if you get if you get Bohannon shooting the way he's been shooting, get Pete back to full strength, bear the way he's shooting. 
seen, Iowa becomes a really dangerous team here in this next week because if you can, you know, you look at Iowa, what they've done the last three games, they're shooting 56% from three the last three games, 37 to 66. I mean, that's just, that's otherworldly. And that's, that's the type of shooting that, that, uh, takes you a long way. Now, having said that, playing back to back to back games kind of thing is, Mm -hmm. that's hard on the legs and, and, uh, tough to keep relying on that sort of shooting you're going to have to continue to get what you've what you've been getting from cook and Tumsil to to make a little run too i think 24 assists yesterday on 31 made buckets the team sharing christian williams with the career high with six assists uh, there was a time during the middle of the year tom when christian williams had come in the game and the offense would just absolutely gone and go in the tank he's uh revitalized himself he's playing off the ball a little bit too Williams has been a big step forward. It just seems like most everybody has stepped up in a big way here. What do you think the buttons that Fran pushed, what's different uh, this year as opposed to two of the last three years when they struggled down the stretch? Um, I just don't think that this team has any residue from from those sorts of things. And they've got guys that really want the ball in those sort of situations. Um, you know, I think in the past, you kind of had, to, you know, things would break down and you'd have to, oh, Mike, go to the bucket or Mike Gazelle, go to the bucket or get something for Utah. And it just didn't seem to work very well. This time, you know, I think Pete wants that ball. And you saw the Wisconsin game. He rimmed one out, but then they kick it out to, to Bohannon. And that kid, I'll tell you what, some guys just have the clutch gene. Mm-hmm. He's got the clutch gene. Yeah. And it just, he just, has that knack for making big shots and big moments and wants the ball in those situations. I, I think you'd throw Bear in that yes. in that same mix too. I think Bear would just love to have a, a late second a late clock, late game shot situation and, and try to bury that shot too. Tom Cakert is our guest on the Draft House fifty hotline. Tom, it's uh Trent and my assertion that we both believe that Iowa needs to win two in order to pretty much have a chance then to get into the dance. I, I am right there with you. I wrote that this morning, too. That I, I think they've, they're have at 72 right now. If they won two games, they'd be at 60. Yep. Um, and that's including two wins over Wisconsin now. Um, you know, that'd be another top 50 win uh, on their resume. Um, you know, having said that, you know, I compared them to like a Wake Forest. And I think the thing that, what we don't know is what this committee is going to value because they got a new head, Mark Hollis, right, the right. director for the AD for Michigan State, is the guy who's directing the committee this year. What are they going to put value on? Is it top 50 wins? Is it road wins against top 50 teams? Or is it going to be bad losses? Because you look at Iowa versus like a Wake Forest, the resumes are pretty similar. Iowa probably a little stronger, top 50 wins, uh, five wins to three wins. But Wake Forest doesn't have any 101 to 200 losses, right. and Iowa has two of them right now with Omaha and Memphis, and yeah. that you don't know what they're going to value. That's the uh, interesting proposition, and every year there's a team that many people think is out for whatever reason, and they uh, see their name called. So if it, let's just say Iowa goes one and one, they beat Indiana and then lose the game in the quarterfinals against Wisconsin. What would be the strong argument would it, that they have? Would it be the road victories they have lately against uh, Maryland and Wisconsin? Yeah, I think that's um, – you look at – their argument would be, look, 
playing well down the stretch. Not that the committee values that anymore because they mm-hmm. don't. They don't look at the last ten. But that you've got those road wins, and you've beaten all of the top teams in the league this year, um, pretty much. I mean, you've you've beaten Maryland on their floor. You beat Wisconsin on their floor. You beat Purdue in Iowa City. Um, you beat the top three. And uh, I, I think that's an impressive feat, especially two of them on the road. And the five wins against top, you know, top 50, beat Iowa State early in the year in a big rivalry game. Um, you know, they've they've done enough to at least get into the conversation, and it's just going to come down to what that committee values when they're separating those last you know five six teams. And I think Iowa's probably in that conversation right now. And if not, they're going to end up with maybe some home games in the NIT, mm-hmm. and uh, that wouldn't be bad either. Hey, but look, when the obviously, season... you want in the dance. Right. You want in the dance. Yeah, you do, Tom. But look, if it ends up in the NIT with the way this team started and you talked about some of the bad losses that they do have, uh, I, that's for a consolation prize. That's not all that bad. No, two weeks ago, I, would, I was thinking they're going to struggle to maybe even get in the NIT, and I, don't even, I didn't even think they'd probably get in the NIT because mm-hmm. they're – RPI was in the low hundreds, and it just didn't seem like it was very likely. And now you win four in a row, and um, you've won seven of the last ten, and their chances have gone up uh, exponentially. But they've still got you got. And Indiana is probably the most dangerous team in this tournament uh, in a lot of ways because you just don't know what you're going to get. Because right. talent-wise, I think they're probably top three talent in the league, maybe even top two. I don't know. I and mean, they just, they have so much talent on that roster, but they're also one of the dumbest teams in the <laughs> conference this year. That's being I mean, they're just, they're really turnover prone. And mm-hmm. you look back at the Iowa-Indiana game, I mean, remember that's just a couple of weeks ago. And, and that was an overtime game in Iowa city. Iowa didn't shoot the ball. Well, and they, it was all those foul shots that really won the game for Iowa. Right. Pete going 22 or 23 from the foul line. Tom, uh, Washington, D.C. this week. Next year, it'll be at Madison Square Garden. They'll play it a week earlier, and that's going to be its own set of logistical issues that we'll talk about. But what is attendance going to be for this thing? We know Maryland will have a big base there. Still, they don't even play till the quarterfinal round. As you look at the opening round uh, coming up in two days, nobody's going to be in the building you expect for those two. And then even for the quarterfinals, how uh, how rough do you think attendance is going to look here for the Big Ten tournament in D.C.? Oh, I think it's going to be brutal. and I, I think that may end up being the story of this tournament is just there'll be nobody there. Um, you know, for one, Indiana fans always travel really well. Are the Indiana fans going to show up for this? They're going to spend a couple of days there and you know see their team. Get, I doubt it. I don't think they're going to, and unless it's to help Tom Crean pack on his way home, <laughs> um, I think that might be the only way they get there. You know, is Michigan? Are the Michigan State fans going to show up? I don't know. Don't think so. Purdue might. Minnesota fans don't travel. Um, it's just I just don't think unless it's Maryland fans and Maryland's playing. Right. I don't think there's going to be a lot of people there. Penn State's the next. You know, Penn State and Rutgers, they'll probably be done on Wednesday, so mm-hmm. their fans are gonna, aren't going to be there. So it's just, there's going to be no one there. Ohio State's, you know, relatively close, I guess, but they're not going to show gonna up. They're not going to go I mean, for that game. Heck no. No, they're not going. So it's just, it's not going to be a lot of people there. 
Yeah, it's going to be uh, it's a ugly. Money, it's a money grab. It is. Delaney's had his idea, putting things out here on the East Coast. The next year, Madison Square Garden, all right, that's all well and cool. Attendance probably will be all right because, it, you know, people make the trip because it is New York City. But still, even with that, they got to play it a week earlier than normal. They're going to have to compact the conference schedule. How's that going to look? Are we just going to get a bunch more games there, uh, maybe right after Christmas, a lot of conference games to start things out so they can get the 18 games in? Yeah, and I wonder if they'll do away with one of the bye weeks next year, too, oh, just to kind of consolidate yeah. things because there's always two bye weeks. But, yeah, it, it, here's the other thing. I just don't think that the D.C. sports fan is going to give a, a rat's behind about the Big Ten tournament. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they care. You know, if it's the ACC tournament, yeah, they're interested. You know, but the average – I wonder how much it's even going to get covered in D.C., if at all. I mean, they just – there's there's no natural tie there for um you know for the Big Ten and DC and it's just gonna it's gonna be crickets in my in my estimation. Well, I don't think I think you guys are I think you're predicting gloom and doom. I don't think it'll be as quite as bad as that because mm-hmm. there are what eight million people that live in that Washington Baltimore area. So I'm eight I, million people that don't care. Well, I don't know. I I don't know about that. I I think that you'll see better crowds than than what you're anticipating. Is it going to be sold out? No. Only when Maryland shows up. Uh, That's the only time I see that. um, There there are a lot of basketball fans in that area. There really are. But, but Tom, I agree with you that you're not going to get Nebraska, Penn State, Rutgers, Minnesota. Do you know an Iowa fan that's going? Uh, I don't know anybody. I don't either. Do you know anybody? I don't either. I don't don't either. I don't know any any fans that are going there. Wow. Uh, Other than people who live Mm -hmm. in the uh, kind of the the DMV area. You know, the Capital I Club is going to have a lot of people there. Uh, Luca Garza will be there, the Iowa recruit. I bet he'll be there. Good for him. And Luca, he's putting together another nice season. I believe his uh, high school year just finished up at a Triple-double the other night, Jack Nungi, he's putting together. Looks like uh, this class coming in, a couple of guys right on the fringe of the top 100. More impact for the forward court for Iowa. Yeah, and uh, you add those two to the to the uh, talent that will be back. You know what was interesting, talking to Dale Jones after the game, is it seemed like Dale, if Dale had his druthers, I think Dale would probably like to come back to Iowa next year. Huh. But I just don't, I, I think they've kind of got um, kind of an unwritten understanding that Dale's going to move on. Yeah. So because they're they're you know one over the scholarship right now, so that's why he did the senior day ceremony yesterday, and I think everybody's on board with it. But I, I think yesterday Dale was kind of feeling like, boy, I'd like to do this again next year too, which he could, you know, he'd have a six year, but um, you know he'll. It's too bad he never got healthy this year because I think he could have helped them a lot this year. Mm-hmm. Um, in that forward position early in the year, especially. Tom, it's always good when we have a chance to catch up with you. Uh, this is going to be a lot of fun, and I'm looking forward to it. Tom, uh, what uh, hope, I, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, hopefully next Monday we'll be talking about Iowa playing in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, we'll That'll see. Be good. Yeah. Win, Iowa and got, Iowa State. Yep, got to win, too. We're, we're going to get into Iowa State here in a little bit. It's not going to be, uh, yeah, we won't be breaking down quite as deep the NIT bracket if I was in there. It won't be quite the same. <laughs> but uh, one football note, saw the announcement, Chad Greenway going to retire after 11 yeah. seasons with the Vikings. Tom, a guy that I know uh, you covered very closely throughout his uh, five years in Iowa City and has done a great job in Minnesota with the Vikings. 
But uh, it's not just the impact that he's made on the field, off the field, just a great guy overall. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And just going back to covering him, you know, when he committed to Iowa and talking to him then. And and you look at his, his Iowa career. I mean, seriously, one of the nicest guys that you'll ever come across, one of the most down-to-earth uh, people that you'll you'll ever meet. Um, you know, I've run into Chad a few times since he's been up in Minnesota, and he's always great with his time. He's always accommodating, always says hi, always remembers who you are, and just um, just a world class person. And uh, you know, he's great career with the Vikings. And uh, salute to Chad Greenway, and he's going to do great things, whatever he decides to do next. What kind of dog do you have? Sounds like a big dog. I got two. Uh-huh. Two. Yeah. Chocolate, uh, chocolate labradoodles, oh and I think gosh. the I think the wind blew, so that's why they were. Uh, <laughs> that's what they do. The that's, wind blows, yeah. and there they go. Never have to worry about anybody knocking at your door that you don't want knocking. Not with those dogs there. No, and they're harmless too. Their bark is much worse than their bite. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Have a great day, pal. Okay, thanks, guys. See you. Bye-bye. Tom Kegger at HawkeyeReport.com on the Draft House 50 hotline. Good stuff. So, two, they're in. I mean, is is there a scenario where they win the two games and don't get in? Can you see that happening? We know that, you know, the last 10 or last 12 that they used back in the day, yeah. that is not part of the, what the committee looks at. It is your complete body of work. They win 10, a uh, win two, excuse me. They'll finish 20 and 14, then a loss in the semifinals. Correct. 10 and 8 record in the Big Ten. Correct. Road wins. It'll be six top yeah, 50 wins. Because they will, if they win two, they would have beaten Whiskey again. Yep. I, so, I, I'm pretty sure that gets them in. It's, it's hard to find a scenario where they don't. Yeah. It is the committee. Yes, it is. Odd things happen. That's true, but I would think that would do it. Uh, Seth just sent us a tweet. Mm-hmm. Says, uh, "What was Big Ten thinking? Moving the uh, conference tournament to the East Coast? Money, mm-hmm. money, 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 money. Not going to get much money when nobody's showing up, though. Hey, it's all, it's all up front. It's all up front money. It's what they think. I don't know. I think it's going to look terrible. Uh, now, it doesn't matter on that Wednesday round if it's, it's in Chicago or ter- Indy. Yeah. It's always it's, bad. Yeah, it's always it's bad always bad. bad. And a lot of time, even the quarterfinals, but." Yeah. The concern is, especially if Maryland would get upset, let's say Iowa does beat Maryland. Okay. You know, and, and you get to a championship game and it's Michigan State, Iowa. Yeah. In DC. Yeah. Who's there? I know. Who's there? Know, especially if, if Iowans aren't having traveled and uh Michigan State fans haven't traveled. Right. You know, I mean that's 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 different. It's different going to DC. What if Northwestern beats Maryland? There is a direct flight from uh Des Moines to DC. Sure, I, I'm, but I'm taking it. But are people gonna? Well, I know, I know. Yeah. I'm just saying there is one. Well, I mean, in case you decided, it, to, it doesn't uh, matter. Yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so two people are doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to make a real big impact in a building that seats eighteen thousand. Eighteen thousand. You're yeah. right. I got you. Well, they I can, think it's going to look bad. They could do cardboard cutouts and put them in the seats. Might be. Delaney will be inviting all his friends. Jimmy B at TC. We're coming right back, everybody. The Big Talker, seventeen hundred. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. 
Trey Condon here, and I want to tell you about our great friends at Draft House 50 on Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. If you're looking for basketball, you're not going to find a better place in the metro than Draft House 50. Big screen TVs across the bar, sound on for the local games, and great brews to go along with it. Don't forget about the food. Classic bar food with an upscale style and a tap system like you've never seen before. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Everyone loves barbecue. That's why Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2, opened up a place right here in town. Cute Smokehouse has an up-to-date spring menu with new daily specials, made-from-scratch sides, desserts, and, of course, excellent barbecue. Cute Smokehouse has got you covered whether you want to eat in, take out, or catering for your upcoming wedding or graduation party. Open 11 to 8 Tuesday through Saturday and 11 to 6 on Sundays. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee, across from the Dairy Queen and online at cubesmokehouse.com. That's K-U-E-D smokehouse.com. Get here early, because when it's gone, it's gone. And make sure you get in on the Cube Smokehouse sweet deal. This Friday morning at 9, you'll be able to get $50 worth of Cube Smokehouse certificates for only $25. Yeah, you heard right. Get $50 worth of Cube Smokehouse certificates for only $25. This sweet deal is sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. You can't see me because of radio, and I can't see you because I'm totally blind. My blindness doesn't hold me back, but I fight to stay awake during the day because I'm not sleeping through the night. I often struggle to concentrate and just keep up. Sound familiar? You're not alone. But this is not a sleep disorder. It's actually non-24. Learn more about the link between total blindness and your symptoms. Visit learnmore924.com today or call 844-368-2424. Sponsored by Vanda Pharmaceuticals. I'm Jay Farner, president of Quicken Loans. It's a great time to buy a home. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or an experienced one, Quicken Loans has options that may help you get pre-approved for a mortgage with as little as 1% down. The rate today on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 4.18%, APR 4.35%. Call 800-QUICKEN today or go to quickenloans.com. That's 800-QUICKEN. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. Progressive presents Mind Flowness with Flow. Picture it. Your car and home insurance are perfectly bundled. You're saving loads of money, and life is so much easier. You exist in a heightened state of easy peasiness. Life is as easy as it is peasy. As peasy as it is easy. Experience oneness. Bundle home and auto insurance with Progressive. Visit Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Dave Ramsey talking about your money and your life. You can do this. You know, that really is a message. Whether you've got $270,000 in student loan debt or $27,000. Whether you've got a $50,000 income or a $500,000 income. Dave Ramsey, weekdays 9 till noon. Sponsored by Mediacom Careers. Count it down. 3, 2, 1. We're The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, 
and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoines.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Hey everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B, and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, it's Jimmy B and TC on 1700KBGG. Live from the Wolf Construction Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. Hey, everybody, welcome back in. Great to have you with us here on a Monday as we start to really ratchet it up for the Big Ten and the Big 12 Conference Championship. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, we did a lot of Iowa there with uh, Tom. Let's roll into Iowa State. Yes. And, man, this is going to be fun. Matched up again with Oklahoma State. And Mm -hmm. the last game that we saw between those two teams was a tremendous game. Yeah, real good I one. Mean, great game. And we've seen a couple of good ones. Yeah. Uh, the one up in Stillwater yeah. when, uh, when Oklahoma State wasn't playing very well. Right. But it was a fun up-and-down affair. Yep. I mean, well, first one to 90 here again. Yeah. <laughs> Get to win it. You know, I anticipated the last time these uh, two teams played a week ago that it was going to be a little more defensive-minded. Thought both teams had improved to us defensively. No, not the no. best. They just both went out there, played incredibly teams, efficient. And look how hard Oklahoma State played against Kansas, mm-hmm. too. I mean, they only they lost that game by just a few points, right? And it was on their home court. Kansas has really gone now to another level. You know, it is uh, after the weekend, after the loss on Friday night to West Virginia, you knew it was going to take a, a Texas upset of Baylor, yes, for them to be on the bottom half of the bracket. And that's what you wanted. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you wanted want, to avoid Kansas. You wanted to avoid Kansas, and I, I think mo- maybe even more importantly, you wanted to avoid Oklahoma State here in yeah. the quarterfinals. I mean, you win this game, you're feeling good, but a one and done. Don't even get that shot against Kansas. Mm-hmm. It, it would be different if you're sitting there and you got Kansas State. Right. Oklahoma State and Kansas State, those are two different animals that you're going to see here. You have the sweep against them as well. Mm-hmm. Winning three times, the old adage, winning three times and sweeping a team is very difficult to do in college basketball. And Iowa State's now going to have to do that against Oklahoma State. What's uh, you, you mentioned most everybody in over a bracket matrix, they're pretty much solidified as a six seed. There's a few sevens out there, yeah, but for the most I, part... I like them as a six. That's kind of where they are. Lose this one back to a seven? Maybe. Not all, it all depends if how, if, it depends how Oklahoma... If Oklahoma State wins, it depends how they win. Mm-hmm. If they win by five or less, maybe they stay as a six. 
if they lose by 15, maybe that would change uh, some people on the committee a little bit because I think where I've seen Oklahoma State as a 7. Yeah, they're kind of in the same range. They might flip-flop those two teams. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, that could... That that could be the seeding game between Iowa State and Oklahoma State. So right now, Iowa State's RPI is at 27. Okay. If they do lose the uh, game, 11.30, we'll keep you up to date all afternoon on that We'll one. have it, yep. We'll be, uh, we'll be, we'll be watching that one. Their RPI drops to 36. Okay. Just with that one loss. Isn't yeah. Isn't crazy? Yeah. Uh, just how tight it is right now. If they do beat Oklahoma State... Then lose to Kansas. Let's uh, generate and see what that would be. Right. Neutral core. You are the king of matrix. Uh, Absolutely. That's what we try to do. Generate that. Win against Oklahoma State. A loss to Kansas. Their RPI will be 25. So basically same. Okay, same one. Do that. You're a six seed. Uh, Lose. Might be a seven. Probably a seven. Yeah. Be Kansas in Oklahoma State. Well, that changes everything. Can they get as high as a five? If they win the Big I think 12 if they tournament, win the Big 12, I think they'd be a 5, yes. They'd be a 5. I think they'd have to win out, though. Now, it'd have to be a path, and I think in that path, it couldn't be something where they beat Oklahoma State and Kansas gets upset by either TC or Oklahoma before that. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You need that other quality I, I, win. I think you need to beat Kansas. Yeah. For that that goes place. a long way, and you get to a five. Right, doing that that includes a win against West Virginia, Baylor, somebody else crazy, uh, coming out of the bottom half. Exactly. Yeah, yeah they do I, that. I'd be good with that. Five. Any path to a four? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Either. I mean, look at the look at what the the fours are right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. I. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, if they beat Kansas. And let's say uh, they beat West Virginia or Baylor in the final. Mm-hmm. If they're a six right now, they jump two. They'd that's, have that's to. That's a big jump. They'd have to jump uh, teams like West Virginia, uh-huh. Purdue, Virginia, Cincinnati, Notre Dame, SMU, Minnesota. It's possible. I mean, you're going to need a lot of carnage. You get up to the four line, though, then you're guaranteed, oh, yeah. or at least they try to keep you close to home. That yes. means. Indianapolis, Milwaukee, right. something like that, maybe Tulsa. Tulsa, maybe. But, yeah. but you're playing closer to home right. and a place where the fans can travel. That That's the most important component. The difference between a four and a five really isn't that big of a deal. No. The only difference is in the round of 32, you're wearing a home uniform. Yeah, yeah pretty unless much. Unless there's an upset before it. But you know yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. A 12 seed, a 13 seed, they're both going to be some good teams. Mm-hmm. Now we see more 12s over fives than we do, we do 13s, 13s over, over, four. over four. But yeah. it still happens. Yes, it, it does. Still yeah, happens. once in a while. A uh, quick break. We're coming right back. When we return, Zub Mahenta ESPN will be our guest. Jimmy B and TC, the big talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports, 1700 KBGG. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small. Flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. Tonight, 
It's the best season yet on three-time Emmy winner, The Voice. With Adam, Blake, Alicia, and Gwen. And already people can't stop talking about TV's hottest couple. I can't tell you what it's like to be a woman because I'm not one. Can't tell you. Adam and Blake. At this point, I don't even hear it. It's like nothing comes out of his mouth. Feel the love on an all-new season of The Voice. Don't miss The Voice Blind Auditions, followed by an all-new Taken, tonight on NBC. Everyone loves barbecue. That's why Cute Smokehouse, the winners of TLC's Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2, opened up a place right here in town. Cute Smokehouse has an up-to-date spring menu with new daily specials, made-from-scratch sides, desserts, and, of course, excellent barbecue. Cute Smokehouse has got you covered whether you want to eat in, take out, or catering for your upcoming wedding or graduation party. Open 11 to 8 Tuesday through Saturday and 11 to 6 on Sundays. Find them at 245 East Hickman in Waukee, across from the Dairy Queen and online at cubesmokehouse.com. That's K-U-E-D smokehouse.com. Get here early, because when it's gone, it's gone. And make sure you get in on the Cute Smokehouse sweet deal. This Friday morning at 9, you'll be able to get $50 worth of Cute Smokehouse certificates for only $25. Yeah, you heard right. Get $50 worth of Cute Smokehouse certificates for only $25. This sweet deal is sure to go fast, so get yours Friday morning at 9 at 1700kbgg.com. Sometimes diabetes can feel more like don't diabetes. Don't do this, don't forget that. But with a little help from Walgreens, diabetes won't slow you down. Stop by for expert pharmacy care in-store or online via Pharmacy Chat. Pick up the medications you rely on and get savings on testing supplies from all major brands like OneTouch and Walgreens TrueMetrics. Walgreens has just what you need to do more with diabetes. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. If you're a pro, you don't buy a little of this or that. You buy a lot of this or that. And at the Home Depot, you save even more. Save up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products from top brands like 3M, Loctite, and Liquid Nails. As a pro, you work hard for your money. You shouldn't have to work hard to save it. Up to 15% in bulk discounts on select pro-grade products. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. See store for details. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. My name is Sharzad Kiade. I'm a Gemini Pescatarian, a mom of two wild little boys. I'm Susan Yara. I'm a mom of two also. This morning, I went to the bathroom alone. I woke up at five, put my boob in her mouth, and then she took a dump. Because that's what she uses me for. <laughs> that's what you're going to hear a lot of our stories and experiences in our crazy journeys to motherhood. It's fam for all moms, not for all dads, not fathers and moms, for all moms. It's going to be a good old time. You guys are going to want to stick around. Promise. So subscribe.